Welcome to the podcast version of Inner Visible, a Substack newsletter created by me, Kirsten Louise Webb. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello there. So, it's happening. I finally started a newsletter. Just like I said I would, oh, a year and a half ago? Sometimes things take time, though. Sometimes things require long gestation in the underworld, in the soil of oneself. Sometimes one must drive up and down the entire west coast and into the southwest desert three times and fly a few times across the ocean and take up residence for weeks or months in several different houses and live entirely outside for a few seasons before such things can be born. You know how it goes. And sometimes one must simply stop putting things off, quit overthinking, sit down, and write. Because there's really no right way to do this. I was going to write a really thoughtful, serious first post. A piece of writing that, through its artful blend of quotes, personal anecdotes, and epistolary intimacy, encapsulated at least three fundamental truths about reality, was heartfelt and authentic without being overly revealing, and proved to everyone reading or listening that I sort of know what I'm doing but don't know too much. A first post that transmitted the feeling of, you're in good hands so don't worry you did the right thing in subscribing and also I'm just walking in the dark as are we all, and we get to find out what happens along the way together. I actually did write a really thoughtful, serious first post. A first draft, at least. Spent a few hours on it a few weeks ago, and it got something out of my system. But I didn't feel inspired to publish it. It was all about just jumping in to the things we feel deeply compelled to do, but seems so overwhelming or fraught with seeming danger or we believe it'll all inevitably get screwed up so sometimes we don't do anything at all hovering instead in that state of intense tension that seems to accompany repressing our soul's desires the flow of our deep true life whose source is the source of all that is rather than block this flow by staying frozen in indecision though we can just make a choice, take a step, and from that place of trembling before the impossibility of beginning, as theater maker Anne Bogart says, it doesn't even really matter what the choice is, as long as it's not causing harm, of course. Just make one and see what happens, and and then make another choice, and another, course correcting and making adjustments as necessary living as improvisation rather than needing to have every step completely mapped out. The choice can be small. The choice to get up and move the body for a minute. The choice to write a paragraph about absolutely anything. The choice to move the lamp to a different place. The choice to take the next breath a little deeper. Or it can be large doing that application, telling that truth, buying that ticket, calling that person. In any way, small and large are completely relative and generally meaningless, especially when it comes to the energy of creation. 
As my mother has always said, a fire doesn't know how big it is. Flame is flame, whether it's at the tip of a match or blazing as an immense bonfire. Taking just one step, no matter what it is, starts the fire. It creates an entirely new universe of possibilities. And it can be scary, especially if that step involves something entirely new to us. It can be very, very scary to do something that's never been done. And we're doing it every moment. This moment has never unfolded until now. And it's my ongoing wondering how to be in it fully, how to be it, how to share. In this constant unfolding, this continual improvisation, we risk being fully seen, even though in just a moment we'll be entirely different. Just like I'm here writing something new instead of that first draft because it's been weeks since then and everything is entirely different. Also, for what it's worth, I just realized this is actually the second post. The first post was technically that little placeholder post that Substack makes you fill out when you start a newsletter. I wrote something very brief and generic for it, which I don't even think I emailed out. Regardless, that takes off a lot of the pressure, right? It's already begun. We're already rolling. We've cast off the safety of shore for horizons unknown. Now all there is to do is sit back, breathe that good sea air, stay tuned to the wind and currents, keep steady with the stars, and see what adventures unfold. Today, I'm sitting by a warm wood stove, listening to ravens and bald eagles call outside while the cat eats a late breakfast, the little bell on its collar jingling gently as it chews. A chorus of frogs just started croaking around the pond outside. Just for this morning, I'm letting go of needing to figure out the future. Just to see what happens, I'm putting all attempts to divine the next big steps and plan accordingly on a shelf. Just for today, as they say, I am focusing on what's here. Making and eating breakfast, sweeping the floor, walking in the forest, playing guitar, singing, lighting candles, meditating, praying, dancing, writing, reading, breathing, talking with friends, learning a story, drinking water, and allowing life to arise, unfurl, reveal itself to attend to and nourish what I can, to let go of what is done, and to rest in, dance with, love, make love with the unknown. To dance as the unknown, within the infinite body of the unknown. Earth under my feet, continuous with my feet, my body arising as earth. I do what I can do, and the rest meets me as mystery within and without. I rest in the mystery, and the next moment arises. Every cell receptive, electric, responsive. 
vast ocean of awareness held by a skeleton, strong structure, gravity of bone. In attending to what's here in this moment, perhaps I create a gravitational integrity, a mycelial mycorrhizal node within which further thriving can take root and grow and from which extends and expands life and love and creation, both visible and invisible and which will, perhaps, attract to itself what it needs to sustain, enrich, and evolve, which is quite possibly what the greater whole also needs. And yes, I know there's been a couple different metaphors happening here, but I just can't help it. I'm a fiend for metaphor. It takes a lot of trust to just keep attending to what's here, to keep following the nudges of guidance, to say, I don't know, and unfold anyway, taking one step, then another, as the vast design continues to unfurl through you, through me, through the frogs and trees and stars and cats and ravens and light and bacteria and fire and soil and river all together, and there's really no way to mess it up. Unless you're trying to on purpose, and even then there's really no way to mess up the unfathomably immense cosmic blossoming its infinitely intricate rhythms of life, death, life, death, and everything in between, all of it continuous, everything on fire as star matter, everything unfurling from and turning back into dark matter. I'm going to stop while I'm ahead, as it were. Not that I'm ahead of anything, whatever that means. I'm going to step out while the flow's still flowing. Let it keep going into the imaginal ether, into your day or night or whispering in the march wind, and the subterranean thrumming of the ground, weaving webs and nets of vision and rapture and soul substance. And now it's night. And all the lights are out except a candle and a lantern, and the glow of the wood stove like a small enclosed sunset, and the frogs are still singing, muttering, conversing jovially. I guess I shouldn't just assume that they're jovial. Perhaps they're speaking of very serious things. Perhaps they're co-composing, telling and retelling all at once the intensely complex origin story of all of frog kind, and describing for one another in ornate detail the intricacies of their relationships with every single creature, waterway, star, and stone. Maybe they're telling jokes for the owls. Sometimes their rhythmic croaking all lines up for a few beats, waves coming into sync, then dissolving back into the sea of sound. Then, all at once, as if on cue, they stop. And so will I, for now.
Thanks for being here. To subscribe to the newsletter, visit kirstenlouiseweb.substack.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-E-N-L-O-U-I-S-E-W-E-B-B.substack.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at InnerVisible. All music, writing, and recording is done by me, mostly as a labor of love. If you like it, please feel free to share. Until next time, friends.